Well, the Jets season has come to an end. From seven and four to seven and ten, just like that. Six straight losses to close the season, capped off by an eleven to six loss led by Joe Flacco in Miami. Three games, zero touchdowns from the Jets' abysmal offense. It was a disgraceful turn from a team that looked like they were going to make the playoffs to now headed to Cabo, headed on vacation. We will put the icing on the cake to the Jets' season and look ahead to the offseason. Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers. Where does gang green go at quarterback? The most important position needs to be addressed. We'll look ahead to what they do at quarterback, Quinn and Williams contract situation, free agents, and everything else in Jets land. As the offseason hits us early once again, we close up shop on the season finale of Gangs All Here from the New York Post next. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the season finale of Gangs All Here, a New York Jets podcast from the New York Post. This episode of Gangs All Here is presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. Visit your Cadillac showroom today. Jake Brown here alongside Jets B-Rider for the New York Post. Brian Costello coming from the facility as we record this Monday night. The Jets season, it's mercifully over. Six straight losses caused from... 7-4 to 7-10. It really felt like the blink of an eye. It felt like I was just eating some leftover stuffing and celebrating a playoff appearance. And now I'm celebrating absolutely nothing. But the season is over and our eyes are saved of three straight games without a touchdown. What should have been a 9-6 final score and you would have had exactly on the on the money in the paper and you, you, know, you were hinting towards picking that ear. Thanks to the Miami City Miracle, a couple of reverses lead to a safety, and most people didn't even realize that the final score was 11-6. Not sure it mattered in a game that really was just sore the eyes. Not a game you want to see if you're an offense. Maybe if you want to show future punters, maybe if Braden Mann's not the punter anymore, you want to show punters that game tape. That's the one because uh, that game Sunday in Miami kind of summed up this Jets losing streak. The offense couldn't do anything. Obviously had a bunch of third stringers out there, so there wasn't much you could do, but an ugly ending to an ugly losing streak to what was once a promising Jets season. Yeah, I thought it was fitting, Jake, that that last play went backwards because that's the way the Jets offense has been going for about two months now. They've been moving backwards. So, yeah, I don't think anyone cared about the score except maybe me uh, at that point. Yeah, it's hard to believe, you know, that they lost six in a row and hard to believe that they didn't score a touchdown in three straight games. I mean, that's hard to do, Jake. You know, you saw what the Giants did across town with Davis Webb at quarterback. 
you know, you should be able to score some touchdowns. Uh, I get that the Jets had major injuries on the offensive line. I get the quarterback issues that they've had, but I don't think anyone's saying they should have been the 99 Rams here, but you got to score touchdowns. And it's offense, 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 everywhere you look across the NFL, and guys are throwing, you know, three or four touchdowns a game is pretty standard. Uh, the Jets' leading passer had six touchdowns. You know, Zach Wilson, six passing touchdowns, three straight years where they haven't had a quarterback throw 10 touchdown passes. Think about that, Jake. How, how quickly does Patrick Mahomes get to 10 touchdown passes? Three games, four games, maybe? Two, you know, maybe. Yeah, two, maybe. And these guys can't get to 10, you know, over an entire season. And I realize none of them played 17 games, but come on. It's just the offensive futility at the end of the season is just amazing. I get why people want Michael Floor fired. I think personally think the issues run deeper than him and like i said before i don't know who they can get to come into this situation so i understand the argument to keep him as well but I, i'm not telling i'm not gonna tell anyone they're wrong when they say fire him because it's been it's been ugly and as we record this monday night no one has been fired yet for the sake of our sanity just don't do it or do it later on because We'll have to hop behind here and record another. Yeah, podcast. I don't think anything's happening tonight, Jake. I, I think what happens, like, you know, just the rhythm of the of the end of a season. Um, the day after the season is about the players. So the players are all coming here. They they clean out their lockers. We call it baggy day, the reporters, because they all get garbage bags and they fill their lockers with the they fill the garbage bags with stuff in their lockers. And they all go through exit interviews with Robert Sala, with Joe Douglas, with their position coaches, coordinators, and then they're gone. The players leave today and they go to Florida and Texas and California and wherever they may be from. They bolt and then the staff meetings begin. And so that like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is probably when there'll be heavy staff meetings and discussions of what went wrong, what went right. And if they were going to make a move uh, with the staffing, it probably happens later this week. Well, don't don't tell that to Titans offense coordinator Todd Downing, who was fired on Monday, or Cliff Kingsbury, who was fired. Well, the, the head coach was fired. The head coach was fired. Kingsbury is the head coach. Head coaches get fired. Yeah, and the Downing thing, I think, was coming for you know a long time. Obviously, the, those are two franchises who fired their general managers too earlier. So those are unique situations. Well, someone's has an opening, Todd Downing. I don't know if, how much I'd want him that he did with that Titans offense, which also faltered down the stretch. A team that was a lock for the playoffs about the same time. I think they were. They think they were seven and three, seven and four, and lost six. They were seven, seven and three, three. Yeah. so they lost uh, seven straight to close out the season. And man, uh, as we kind of put a bow on the season, we'll just look back to that game that meant nothing against the Rams. As Trevor Lawrence is going to the playoffs. The game that meant nothing a few years ago, the Jets win. What, they won two in a row. Uh, they beat the Rams. Then was it the Browns? The Browns, beat? yep. Who were playing all their backup wide receivers, I think, that yeah, game? Yeah, they had COVID. They had a COVID outbreak in the receiver room. So they had like no receivers in that game. And instead of just coming out and running the ball down the Jets' throats, they tried to throw it with all these backup receivers on the field with Baker. And uh, the Jets stopped him on fourth and one. Um, but really, the Rams game was the one. If the Jets, the Jets, even the Jets ended with one win, the Jaguars would have gotten the pick. So, so the they would have had to lose to the Rams and, the, and Browns. the Browns. They need to lose both of those. But yeah, the Rams one was the shocker because 
uh, you know, it was like, I think 16 and a half point underdogs, something like that. It was like the second biggest line after Super Bowl three where they won a game. The list so. is what could have been is so long. Cause couldn't the Jets have drafted Patrick Mahomes too? Like he was still, yeah. he was. Yeah. They took, Jamal, they took Jamal Adams instead of Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously there's issues with Deshaun Watson, but yeah. Jamal Adams and Geno Smith are going to the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, you can't make Jamal, it up. Jamal's watching the playoffs. Geno's yeah. going. He's well. He's sure tweeting about it. Whatever he's doing, oh, he's, he? he's active on Twitter always. But I'm blocked, I'm blocked by Jamal, so I don't get to see his tweets. Oh, he's still blocked. All right. Yeah. So, well, there's nothing you're missing except the fact that they're going to the playoffs. Jets aren't. And listen, it's getting old at this point. Someone I think has to take the blame. It doesn't look like anyone's getting fired. Solid staying. Solid did say today he he will hire a senior offensive coach, which I think could help matters. I think Will Thorne needs help. It's kind of similar to, to drafting a young quarterback. Right, they they hired an offensive coordinator who never called plays before. It's not unreasonable that it's going to take a little time for him to figure it out. They hired Greg Knapp to sort of help him in that first year, and he tragically died, you know, when when he got hit by a car on this bike. So that sort of messed that whole plan up. And I think Salah realizes he's got to get back to that, and it would help Lafleur to have somebody in his ear. Yeah, either that or a new offensive coordinator. One of the two. Just give them some help. Get something going. Three games without a score. Like you said, Davis Webb is scoring on the NFC leading Eagles. Like other teams who don't have. I'm trying to think, know, Jake, have they, been, have they even been close? I mean, Jacksonville, they got the fumble at the 16. So they had the ball there. And then Seattle, I'm just, I have the book right here. Miami, so they come in close. In the red zone, the Jets went 0 for 1 in the red zone in Seattle. So they must have had a red zone possession. I don't remember. Um, were they in the red zone against Miami? No, right? Or once? Uh, once they were, they got to the 19 yard line and he called a run on third and 14 at the 19 oh, yard line. The classic play call there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a new level in aptitude. I mean, it feels like so long ago. I said it feels like a blink of an eye, but now it's like, when did they score last? It's been almost a month. Yeah, it was in um, Detroit when they scored against Detroit to take the lead before they blew that game on defense. So Zach Wilson scoring as the last touchdown of the Jets season. Was it Zach to CJ uh, Uzama, right? Yeah, Zach Wilson to scoring yeah. the last touchdown. Joe Flacco could have been the touchdown leader with two scores. I know, that would have been fun. It would, would have been, been a fun story. And, you know, it's a fun story, you know, that tells you about how bad the running game was that Brees Hall in seven games was the Jets' leading rusher. I mean, that also is hard to do, to Amazing. miss 10 he games 10 and games. be a leading rusher. Yeah. Like, that is almost it's impossible crazy. to do. I and know. listen, you were right in the James Robinson trade. The guy's been nowhere to be found. I mean, he was inactive. So, it's funny, Jake. We um we actually split up some of the reporters in Miami because Woody Johnson was going out a back door of the locker room. So some of the reporters went to that back door to try to get Woody Johnson. Some of us stayed to get Sala. The guys who were that back there said – the first guy, first guy out of the locker room was James Robinson. They said that dude, like Salah's post game speech, couldn't have been over by a minute, and the guy was on the bus ready to get out of there. Yeah, Hard I have blame. a feeling he won't be back on this team next year. Uh, no. Clearly, didn't like his role. Well, you were right on that. I was right on the seven wins. Although I'm not happy seven about being right about that. Yeah, I wish yeah, I bet yeah, that one. That home right, that's yeah. that's hard to do. That's hard to pick the the right. Total for the year. That's that's good. Good for you. Yeah. Well, listen, if you bet nine nine six, you would have been mad at that ending because I think it was like yeah, seven dollars f- won you like three thousand or something. My crazy. friend bet it. I don't know how much he bet, but he texted me despondent that he would have won four hundred dollars 
Is you he probably bet a couple of dollars. I think yeah. seven would have won a couple thousand. So yeah, a couple of them would have won you something. So yes. whoever, no one really bet eleven six. I would assume because eleven that's, six is like the second time it's ever happened in the history of the NFL. That score. There was actually a championship game, an NFC championship game. Uh, Rams Bucks, I think it was. Back back in the day was eleven six. It would have bought a new house if you bet that. Yeah, eleven six would have got you yeah, some some price. But yeah, yeah I mean, well, it's it's all. Only fitting uh, that that happened there. And, um, you know, you were there for exit day. A lot of people spoke today. Let's put the bow on the season here. Let's we'll start with the good because there's so much bad. The good is that the Jets have sauce Gardner. Great rookie of the year possibility. Defense was tremendous. You know, gave us shades of Revis Island. Looking forward to seeing what he has in the future. Offensively, Garrett Wilson, 83 receptions, 1103 yards, four touchdowns. Most in Jets history for a rookie receiver. He was fantastic, Kaz, and you know he. They joked that if Bree said if he was healthy, he would have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Garrett might win it. We'll see. It's him or Kenneth Walker. Um, Bree saw the other good sign if he could come back healthy. You know, torn ACL for running back, not easy. It's tough to come back that year, Jake. I, you know, it's yeah. tough that first year back. Yeah, but, but showed promising you, signs on offense. Jake, the guy, the guy who I was the most. I guess you'd say encouraged if you're if you're a Jets fan, you should be encouraged by today was Mackay Becton. He looks like a different person. Um Slim down, right? him. his you know how when like people someone loses a lot of weight, Jake, and their face looks different? His face looked different. That's a lot of weight. So I don't know. He wouldn't say how much weight he's lost, but he he I would say he's probably like 350, where you know he was he's been pushing 400 sometimes here. So he looked really good, and that's a good sign that he's working his butt off. And maybe he knows because the knee that he's got to he's got to keep that weight down, or his knee's going to really be really bad. But uh, you know, I, I thought I didn't expect to see him. You know, he's not as you can tell on social media, he's not a fan of the criticism he's received. So I thought he might stay away. He came in, talked to us, uh, and I was just I was really you know, impressed with how slim he looks. So if he can put it together and you get him on the offensive line, Jake, and he can kind of show the promise he showed as a rookie. Now, now you're talking, uh, there's, you know, you got, you got a lot of good young players and and you need him because George fans, a free agent, you, you expect to not be back. Connor McGovern's a free agent. Yeah. Uh, Feeney's gonna, think, a free agent. Herbert's I think a free agent. Hall they'll move on from, free agent. I think they'll move on from Dwayne Brown. Um, yeah. you know, I think they'll cut him. So yeah, yeah, you're 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 gonna need um, you're gonna have to draft someone in the first or second. You're gonna round. need probably three new starters, like not counting Makai, you know, as, as if he's as, as three new starters from who played this year. So yeah, you're gonna have to draft you're gonna have to draft one or two and probably sign one in free agency, something like that. And how fitting that the Jets lucky number thirteen. I mean, it's only right that they end with the thirteenth pick after the way the season transpired. So offensively, their pieces, you know, defensively, Quincy Williams, 106 combined tackles, was inferring on Monday. It sounded like he wants to get paid. Like he knows the business. He likes the Jets, but he realized he's worth more than what the nine hundred thousand that he made this year. Yeah, well, he did it. I mean, he's a guy he got cut by the Jaguars and, you know, he came here and he's had a good two years and he's gotten better and better. And he's a hard hitter, good tackler. Um, so I think he should get a decent payday. And his brother's going about to get one too. Now, Quinn yeah. said to you guys Monday that, you know, if he doesn't have a deal by OTAs, which is what, in April. Uh, yeah, off-season programs, April. Yeah, he won't report. It's voluntary; he doesn't have to. But that's probably the right move for him, right? Uh, everybody know I'm a team guy, man. Everybody know that um, I believe in team and 
want want to push team first and different things like that. But I do want to get a contract done before um, the offseason program. I do want to um, feel like I deserve uh, to get a contract done for the offseason program just because um, I did everything right on the field and everything right off the field. And just having the organization behind me, just like I'm behind them, to show uh, that they really support me and different things like that is an amazing thing for me. Um, so... You, you want to be the highest paid defensive tackle in the league? Uh, I just want to be um, what I what I I just want to be compensated for what I am um, in, in itself, man. It's not really how much money I make or how least money I make, man. I just want to, uh, my agent gonna handle all that. So. Yeah, I think today was in negotiating, you know, it's the first little salvo of negotiations, which and look, we've asked been asking Quinn and he could have he could have done this last year. He could have asked for a contract year. Players in the NFL after the third season can renegotiate. So he could have asked for it last year and he didn't. He kept quiet. He put his head down. Every time we asked about it in training camp or anything, he, he said he wasn't worried about his his contract. He goes out, gets 12 sacks as a Pro Bowl year, maybe an all-pro year. We'll find out. So now, now he wants to get paid, and he should get paid. And if you're not going to pay a 25-year-old team MVP who's gets better with each year, I don't know who you're paying. Is, I don't know what he's going to be looking for. You know, Aaron Donald kind of has an outlier contract at that position. Could make things interesting. He gets $31 million, I think it is. And then if you, at the drop-off after that is Leonard Williams and DeForest Buckner, who are at $22 million a year, about. And so I would think Quinnen's going to be looking for north of Leonard and Buckner. I don't think he can ask for more than Aaron Donald. Uh, so we'll see, though. You know, that could, that could be a standoff there. I was never a fan of guys. If they don't need it to be showing up in April, I get the optics. It looks good, but let them rest. There's I don't positions. Want I mean, when you have a new coaching staff, you always need them. And there's like quarterbacks should always be there, um, you know, unless you're Brady or Rodgers or something like that. But most quarterbacks, I think, should always be there. Uh, young players should always be there in terms of first, second year maybe 30 year guys, but Quinnen, Quinnen, this is going to be a third year in the system. He, he, he knows what he's doing. I don't think he needs to really be at the off season program. He'll go from 9.6 to maybe 20 million a year. We'll see if the jets could get it done. What is the cap space situation here? I guess it's too early to tell. It's right? too early to tell. I think it's, yeah, it's not much right now, but they, there's a lot of moves they can make to clear space. There's always, Ways to make cap space. I think it's fifteen million as of yeah, right now. 16, but that can I think it is sixteen million. I think it is, and but you know they'll make moves. Um, Dwayne Brown, Corey Davis, some other guys might be cap casualties, and they'll clear some space to do what they want to do. You can always figure it out. Cap space is fungible. It's more about cash, Jake. It's going to be what is Willie Johnson willing to spend? How much is he going to open up the checkbook for them? This is kind of the year when guys like to spend. You know the the GM going to be a make or break year for the GM and coach. So they're going to be, they're going to be anxious to spend some money in free agency this year, I think. And we'll see if Woody uh, lets them. Yeah. I mean, you go from four to seven wins. Next stop is playoffs. I mean, that's the mandate next year. You know, as we talk about the good, the other good was Greg Zerline. We hope you bring back a kicker. We've talked about kicker troubles, seven missed kicks and uh, five of them were from 50 plus. So Zerline had a nice year as a kicker. So it seems like the Jets could bring him back. That problem is solved. And as we talk about the bad, you mentioned one, Corey Davis just didn't do enough this year. Again, was hurt. I thought he was good before he got hurt. Yeah, Jake, you know, he got hurt and that really just ended it. He never was the same when he came back from the injury. I thought he was, I thought he had some really good games early in the season. 
and um, but but he faded after he got hurt. It sounds like a lock cause that they're gonna get rid of him. Now that's not guaranteed, right? That's like eleven million plus they could clear if they uh, cut him. Yeah, they can get. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have to look it up exactly, but I I think I think you're right. He's Ten and definitely. a half is the base plus a bonus is a little over eleven point one is the cap number, which is one of the higher ones on the Jets. So I can't imagine he'll be back. And they could cut. Yeah, him. they could save ten and a half million dollars by cutting him. Yeah, so he'll be gone, and it'll be uh, you would expect if they bring more back, it'll be more and Wilson as their top two guys. Um, but that was one thing on offense. And then, you know, the offensive line, like we said, there's going to be a lot of reworking, a lot of draft picks, probably a couple guys in free agency, and then the return of Makai Becton. And, you know, the hope, the hopeful return of Elijah Vera Tucker. Now, he said to you guys he thinks he'll yeah. be good for training camp, right? But, like, he got hurt in late that. October, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, I do think his injury, torn triceps, um, you know, I think he can be back. Uh, though I'm sure they'll be cautious with him. They might wait a little while to, to bring him back in training camp. But, you know, guys always think they're going to be back for camp. We'll see what happens with that. It's a long way away. Yeah, so we'll see about him. But he is – him and Brees Hall, as soon as they lost them, I mean, it changed the entire outlook of the season. They won season. two games and, after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah they they beat the no, Buffalo two. game, and then they and won and then against the Chicago the game. Yeah, and the yeah. Bu- so the Buffalo game was really the only legit big win after that. You know, Chicago kind of uh, was a down-on-their-luck team, so – I yeah. really did not think when I left MetLife Stadium on that ugly, rainy Thanksgiving weekend that that would I'd be witnessing the final win of the year. Like it just it's scary. Yeah, I mean, I will say this, right? Look at the teams that they lost to. They're all in the playoffs. The final out of the final six, I mean, they're all in the playoffs except for Detroit, who might be the hottest team in the NFL right now. Who deserve and, to be after what they did? Yeah, yeah. so. It's not like they lost to crappy teams. They they lost to they lost to good teams down the stretch, but you know, they were supposed to be a good team too. So that that's the problem. And the last piece on the offense, listen, he said Zach Wilson said, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. Yeah, I'm gonna make that dude's life hell in practice every day. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and do my best uh to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there and you know, and it's not it's not in a negative way. It's a positive way. It's making everybody else, you know, better, hopefully. And, and you go out there and you just attack every single day. You know, a lot of people laughed at him. I guess you got to respect his moxie. And, you know, he knows that he's got to get it done. But there's not much you could do with him. No one's going to want him. There's nothing you can really trade for him. He's probably going to be on the team next year. And he's got to have confidence and say that. Because I don't think he's anywhere near behind center next year unless there's like two quarterback injuries ahead of him. Yeah, I thought it was a good answer, Jake. I thought he gave a lot of good answers today when he talked to us. That's how that's how his approach has to be. I think he he, he knows it's out of his control, but he, he's going to have to do everything he can to to win the job back. You know, we'll see what he can do. I'm not sure if he's two away, Jake, or if he's one away by the time the season gets here from playing. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle this. Mike White's a free agent. What do they do there? You know, it, it's it's they have a lot of tough decisions to make at the quarterback position coming up. And this isn't triple A, Jake. Right. It's hard to develop players and win games at the same time. The development goes on between now and the end of August. Once the end of August comes, it's about winning. So Zach Wilson and the Jets have a lot of work to do. He has some work to do on his own in the next few months. And then when April comes, the Jets have work to do in developing before the season starts and seeing what they can get out of them. Yeah. And if, if you try and trade him, you're going to have to eat up most of the contract at this point. So no one's trading for him, Jake. No yeah. I mean, it's seventh round pick and you got to eat the contract would maybe be yeah. the best you can get. And that's yeah. probably not even worth it. You know, yeah, they, yeah, they've also gone too far in their public statements. Like mm-hmm. Salah said, through hell and high water. I mean, you're, 
he looks like a clown if they trade him at this point. Like, right? Like, you can't, yeah. you can't go that far. And so I, I don't think I, I think they've gone a little too far publicly to, to trade him at this point. I mean, he also looks like a clown getting guys finished T-shirts. So he, did he forget the past tense? The ED at the end finished. I mean, what are the? I mean, I look at my head, Jake. Look at my head. Next year, finish. Finish what? Finish. I appreciate a good shot, but. I mean, uh, it's amazing how quickly they turn shirts around here, though. I was impressed with that because I said last night, I came up to the press box and I said to the guy sitting next to me at the press box, I said, we're going to hear the word finish about 8 billion times between now and August. I knew it. I could sense it. Like I heard the way he was talking. I'm like, it's all going to be finished because the Giants did this. If you remember 2011, their slogan was finish and they won the Super Bowl. So maybe Jake, that's, you know, that's a precursor. But yeah, then we're walking in there today. They already the t shirts made up. Very impressive that how quickly they make t shirts here. Can you score a touchdown before making a finished t shirt for Christ's sake? My God. Fit maybe they should finish. get those. Maybe they should get those touchdown. Score a touchdown. How about that? Let's get those touchdown. in production. Touchdown t shirt. Touchdown. Yeah. Six points. Ever heard of it? More than your, your grand total that you had off two field goals. Greg Zerline was the entire offense. How about 15 points in the last three games, Jake? I mean, that's that's hard to do. It really is just difficult to even fathom how that even happens when they scored 31 against the Bears. Even in the darkest days of the Gase offense, Jake, they never did this. I hate to say it. I mean, if Sam Darnold's a Jets quarterback this year, they're in the playoffs. Like, oh, not even well, slow lie. down, slow down, slow down. I did mean, you, listen, you he see, had to Jay, get rid of Did you see Darnold, what but... Sam's numbers were Sunday? No, but uh, they won. I know they won, and they scored more did points you see than what the Jets. Sam, so. Did you see what Sam's numbers were? They probably weren't great, but I think Sam Darnold probably leads this team to, to the playoffs. What, well, slow down. And guys, I mean, it's only fitting slow that the Bills down, end up losing. Skinny. I mean, the Jets are in the playoffs if they were to win in Seattle and win in Miami. Like, <clears> Sam Darnold versus the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. Five completions out of 15 attempts for 43 yards with two interceptions. That's a 2.8 quarterback rating, Jake. That's that's still higher than your GPA at Hofstra, but not by much. <laughs> that's Zach Wilson on a good day. What do you mean? Well, listen, uh, Darnold's love. The Darnold stuff, man. Let's let's well, I just but he also has an cool off. Inept team there, and can, you know they did a great what does job. The Jets' offense look like. Oh, that's true. Jets. They, when the Bob Panthers have been winning, they've been running the ball well. Like this whole Sam, I'll give you Gino. The Sam Sam nonsense is a little much, though. All right. Well, they I had to move on from Sam. They would have been in the playoffs, which would have involved one more win, two more wins. Ugh, it's it seemed I was ready. I was ready. It would have been a trip to where would they be going? Seven versus two. I don't know. Oh, they'd be going Buffalo. to uh, Buffalo. Where been... are you? Where are you on the coach, Jake? How do you feel about Salah? I think you give him one more year, and then if he doesn't make the playoffs, he gets canned next year. Because just... it's funny. I mean, I mentioned Gase. He's got two more wins than Gase in two years, and he's played yeah. two more games. So that ain't exactly good, right? Yeah, I just think this team was seven and four one point. I just think it's unrealistic to do every two years bringing a new head coach. I, I think it's realistic to bring a new offensive coordinator, especially with a new quarterback. But I just think the you know the revolving door is getting a little bit much. So let's get let's do one more year, three years. If he doesn't make it next year, okay, we'll, uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not saying he should be fired. I was just curious where you're at with him because it's just it always interests me where the fans are. Uh, receipts, receipts, where the fans people. are with um, coaches. You know, so. well, everyone like I said last week, it's taking a turn on him where they want him canned, but. I'm not ready to go there yet. I've been ready for LaFleur to be gone because I do think someone's got to get the – I mean, your point is right, too. You're coming into a team that you don't know who the quarterback is. You're in a kind of lame duck year. 
uh, I see that side of it. And there's not, you're not going to have a murderer's row of candidates for this team to replace LaFleur. So there's not much you can do, but like, like Sala said, they got to bring in some veteran voice in there to, you know, mentor LaFleur or whatever the word for it is. They need another coach on that offensive staff. Cause this, I mean, this was inexcusable. I don't care who was playing out there. Score a goddamn touchdown. What's your overall feel in the season as we, you know, put the bow in the season. What do you think? Seven. It's very tough. It's very tough, Jake. Improved, but they went on a losing streak. What's your yeah, overall? It's, yeah. it's, it's tough because the goalpost moved seven wins in August. Sounds pretty good. Cause this team had won six in the two years combined prior. Pretty optimistic Jets fans were thinking eight, nine. So you're you're seven, you're close. But then to be where you were, you know, after you beat the Bills, let's go back to that one. You're six and three. You just beat a good Bill. You beat a really legit good team in the Bills and you're heading into the bye week. And really the bottom has fallen out since then because the first game back is New England, which was a disaster. They, They have a little spasm against Chicago and win. But then, and then the then then it just all collapses. So you can't feel good about the season at this point. But I do think you need the fifty thousand foot view of like, okay, there there's progress. I mean, if you're Woody Johnson, I think you have to be saying, are we better than we were two years ago? They are. Are they better than they were a year ago? They are. So in terms of like making changes with Joe or Robert, I wouldn't do it. But it's hard to say anything. But this this is a disappointment at the way the season ended. Yeah, like like we keep saying, you know, six weeks ago, if you were to say the Jets finished seven and ten, I'd say it's impossible. They can't have that bad of a turnaround, and somehow yeah. they turn the impossible possible. The overall grand scheme, now that I don't have to stress and scream, and I can just focus on Knicks winning basketball right now. The Rangers, the Giants, the other side of town, they'll Take be taking my son to a Knicks push. game Wednesday night. Oh, that's very nice of you because they are very expensive. Did you pay a pretty penny, or did you I did. have a tonight? Yeah, they're expensive to get in. It's a hundred plus dollars for the worst seats in the house right now. As we talk about the quarterback, Lamar Jackson, I think you, if he is out there and available, now he'll be a free agent, but if he's available, guys, you're blowing up you your entire go all, offense. You got to go all in to get it. You have to blow up your entire offense and he can't stay healthy. See, so if, if, if the Jets gave him an all, you don't think the Jets should offer him a big deal? I would have to think long and hard about that one, Jake. So you go Carr, Garoppolo, then Lamar I go. Jackson. I go Garoppolo is my Garoppolo is number one. But again, there's durability concerns with him too. I'll be to be fair. I just said that about Lamar. Uh, I'm not a huge Derek Carr guy. You know, yeah, you have to think about Lamar, but you're you're changing everything if you bring Lamar in. You have to. Your offense has to be designed for him. Uh, it's. I just don't know how sustainable the style of play he has is. Um, you know, Cam Newton did it, but Cam Newton looked like a linebacker. So I, I just, the same thing, you know, people have said, oh, the Jets should take a Justin Fields. I don't agree with that because I don't think Justin Fields, the way he plays is sustainable. But So I'm I'm not a big running quarterback guy. Lamar was, uh, he's amazing when he's out there playing and healthy, but I just don't know how long he can play like the way he plays. My order has changed. It, it's now Lamar number one, if they can get him, if that's wow. a real possibility. Then it's... uh car then it's garoppolo so that's my my order your seems to be garoppolo car and then lamar seems to be your order uh, I, I mean i like a lamar over car I, I i'm not a big car guy but i really just haven't even thought i don't i don't think the ravens are gonna let lamar loose i think they'll figure out a way to get it done but i think we could agree it's gonna be one of those three i just don't see any other names right now that are no you intriguing. never know jake you don't know i mean it's january 9th we're recording this you have no idea 
Yeah. You know, like, well, they we won't be know. drafting a quarterback. We, we do know that. No, they're not going to be drafting one, but we don't know. You know, they're going to be guys in about them trades. Like, like the last few years of the quarterback market have been pretty insane um, with trades and stuff. So you, you, you never know who might shake free. There is, you know, Aaron Rodgers that could end up shaking free. The way he talked about keeping his jersey and the hug over Randall Cobb looking like that was the end. There were some storylines there that were intriguing. I yeah, mean, but that he looks more like chaser. he looks more like it's the end. The end to me, Jake. You think? You know? Yeah. Andrew Hart like writes in Tom F and Brady. I doubt Tom Brady would ever come to the Jets. Honestly, I wouldn't want Brady. I know that sounds crazy. What? Out of that list, I I'm I'm Brady. I don't want him on the Jets. I mean, if it happens, sure, we'll do a pod and we'll celebrate. I mean, he does have a son who lives in New York, right? That's a thing. I just can't see him in a Jets uniform. I don't, it's just—it's a weird picture to me. I don't think he would want to come here either. He'd probably uh, fall off. The, I mean, I know he hasn't had a good year this year completely, like for his standards. You know, he'd come here and completely fall off the cliff when he comes course. to the Jets. Yeah, I think I—I I gotta look. I think I told a joke like ten years ago. Oh, Brady will come when he's forty-eight years old and be terrible with the Jets. I, I seem to remember saying that a few times. So. Oh, pull out the article. Pull yeah. out the quotes. Yeah, it could yeah, happen find it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, not no. I know it sounds crazy, but I think I mean they went eight and nine this year. I mean the coaching sucked too, but I mean he had talent around him. I mean he had receivers, yeah. he had running backs, and he went eight and nine. So I'll pass on Brady. He was having a very difficult life, personal life situation too. So I think that could have affected things. That's but, true. That's yeah. true. But uh, yeah, my order: Lamar, Carr, Garoppolo. You know what, Lamar Rogers, Carr, Garoppolo. If that's realistic, and then five, I'll say Tom Brady. Well, we will be back in the off season. You know, my early off season prediction is that the Jets get Derek Carr and they win ten games and they make the playoffs. That is my way too early January prediction. Is ten and seven. I was looking at the schedule. They go to Vegas next year. So Carr's return would love to make my first trip to the new Vegas stadium for Jets Raiders. I think that's the road game I'm circling of going to. Excited for that. I was, you know, it's sad it's when you're stadium going. I haven't been to Jake. So there you go. You'll get a new one. Me and you could play a little blackjack in uh, in Vegas. But I was, uh, it's so sad. Like I was looking ahead of the schedule, and, like predicting wins and losses in January. Like this is where we're at. I'm wearing a Super Bowl shirt from when I was in L.A. Uh, last year, and it's just something I may never see as a Jets fan. It's just it, the, another year, another year of depression. 12 years without playoffs, and now, what is it, 54 years without the Super Bowl, 1969. And you'll be at the Super Bowl, right? I will be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is that like, is that cool for you? I, like, is it cool? So it's two, there's, there's two parts of the Super Bowl, right? There's the week leading up to the Super Bowl, and then there's the Super Bowl, the game. The game is incredibly cool. And it's a huge honor to be in that building. It's the biggest sporting event in the world. I watched every Super Bowl from the time I was eight years old. I can remember them. Like, so it's always a cool moment to be there. The week leading up to it is not cool. (laughs) It's just, you know, it's a lot of the hype machine. We're the hype machine, you know? So you have to come up with with new story ideas and you're writing, you're just doing a ton of work. It's so the the week is, is rough, but the game is incredible. Yeah. I still have not been to a Super Bowl. Like my hope is to go. You went to LA last year, but you didn't go to the game. I didn't go to the game, but I will say the parties leading up to it. Epic. What a weekend in LA. I had a blast SI party the night before, you know, red carpet. You got Russell Wilson, Sierra, Jack Harlow, Shaq. I interviewed Urkel, Vernon Davis, 
maybe the best one of the top five parties in my life. So that Super Bowl night, Lil Wayne's party that night after the game, there were there's a lot of cool events. So as a you know, 30s, late 20s, 30s, it is a fun time. Like the parties, it's a great time. But I could understand the storylines. It kind of gets tough to create storylines. Thankfully, the Patriots aren't there anymore. That used to yeah. be a nightmare because it was every year you're writing the Patriots. So it's nice that there's been some new blood. The Bengals were fun to write last year. Obviously, if the Bills make it this year, that's going to be a huge story uh, if they can do it. But it's, um, you know, it's at least it's not the Patriots anymore. We'll close out with your Super Bowl prediction, your early Super Bowl prediction here. Well, I got to stick with what I picked at the beginning of the season because okay, they're still alive. I picked Ravens over 49ers at the beginning of the season, and I'm not relenting. Mm-hmm. Your guy, Lamar, is going to come back, yeah. lead the Ravens to the Super Bowl. And then sign oh, with the Jets. I'm sticking with it. And then sign with the Jets. No, oh he'll sign with the Jets God. eight years later, like Joe Flacco after winning the Super Bowl. There you go. And then start a meaningless Week 17 game because Mike White played go. the five broken. What did you ribs. think of Flacco's kid wearing Tyreek Hill jersey? Wasn't that great? Yeah, he said that was the most exciting part, right, of uh, of the game yeah. of being there. Uh, <laughs> we're not even wearing a jersey of his own father. I mean, I asked him oh, afterwards no. if he challenged Tyreek to a foot race to in front of his son, you know, to see if. God, I would pay to see that. Well, I mean, we didn't even mention this either. Mike White playing in Seattle with five broken ribs. Did Dr. Oz actually clear him? Like, how does he get? I know they were in desperate situation there. No, the doctors cleared him. I mean, they the way it was described to me, it had to be calloused. And it was um, the problem was he got drilled. If you remember the play at the end of the first half um, where he was doing a Hail Mary, he actually fumbled the ball and they recovered that hit really did him in. You know, so they they knew it wasn't he wasn't at risk, but he was uh, they they knew he could re-injure the ribs pretty easily. And he did. Ugh. I mean, I'd almost rather have seen Flacco if I knew he he was playing that hurt. And you could tell from his throws that he was playing hurt. But the second half, yeah, the second half, it looked like, you know, he was missing a lot. So desperate time. Yeah, I was curious what they curious what they do with him kind of contract uh, they give him, you know. Yeah, I'm curious what he'll make. Is it 8 million, yeah. 5 million, does he And then get you sign him million? as a, you sign him as the number 2, then what do you do with Zach? Yeah, so. I'd like to see him back, but again, it's going to depend on who the starter is because the starter you would imagine is going to be getting 30 million plus. Yeah, you can't like you can't star. be paying you can't be paying 50 million dollars to your three quarterbacks. Yeah. That's not good business, you know. They're in a tough predicament. It's going to be a long off season. Joe Douglas got to hit it because his job, not just solid, his is on the line too. His record has sucked in four years here. I mean, it's been just brutal, crushing in the draft this year. There were some great players, but the number two pick two years ago, Zach Wilson, could end up haunting him. Yeah, he's um, won 20, 20 games in four years. Jake, if I'm doing the math correct. All right, that's yeah. a terrible one. It's like a thirty or twenty five percent winning yeah. percentage. It's really ugly. So he's got a knockout of the party. He's gonna have the best off season of his life. I like Douglas. I'm confident in him. I think he will. Well, Kaz, hope you enjoy your off season. Get a nice vacation in, and we'll be back. You know, we're talking like it's over. Lafleur could be fired, and we're back here with another episode of Gangrel here. Pond. So emergency pod could, could be coming. They but, could um, trade for Josh know. Allen. <laughs> in our hopes and dreams. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they do trade or make a big deal for a quarterback or a big time player, we'll drop an emergency show. Wait. Sam Darnold can be a free agent, Jake. Where's Sam Darnold on your free agency list? He's probably like eight or nine. He's okay. towards the bottom. The two bottom point two point eight quarterback rating Sunday. Remember that. That's, that's, what was your one game? What was your GPA at Hofstra, Jake? Uh, I finished a little over three zero. I started oh, off bad. I was right you. around three point zero. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, but I, I did pull it off. I was a scholar, a gentleman, and a scholar. Um, well, we'll be back for an emergency episode when that happens. But until then, thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll close out Gangs All Here next.
And I love this organization. I've been here four years, and I've been through the ups and downs. And I believe in Coach Sala and what Joe got going on and the, um, the leaders of what got going on in this organization. And you guys can see um, this defense going to a new level from going from last, last year to top five this year. Man, I would definitely want to be a part of that. Alrighty, that'll say adios to episode 136 and season four of Gangs All Here, our Jets podcast from the New York Post. Thanks to Andrew Hartz for helping me produce this podcast all season. You can catch up on all old episodes of Gangs All Here from this season. You have plenty of time to do it as we hit the offseason. Any guests, any shows you want to hear, just go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, wherever you get podcasts, catch up there or watch them on the New York Post Sports YouTube page. Follow me on Twitter at Jake Brown Radio. Follow Kaz at Brian Kaz. Fourth season of the show. First season we started late 2019 when I launched all of our podcasts here at the New York Post. It was a fun ride. You know, this was a rough six-game losing streak, but we talked about relevant games through Christmas, and it was nice to talk about a team that was in it for once because of the last couple of years, we were looking at Tankathon every week, and the show, I would admit, was getting miserable in December. But we had fun this year, and, you know, it sucked how it ended. It sucked how it turned around, but it was a fun ride. And I want to thank all you listeners and all you fans for supporting Gangs All Year All Season, for supporting me. You know, stay tuned for what's coming next with this show, with my career, with everything. Stay tuned for what the Jets do in the offseason. Big moves. We will do emergency shows. You know, if they get a quarterback, we'll do an emergency show. If someone's fired, a big name fired, a LaFleur, whatever, Solly end up getting fired, we'll do an emergency episode. But until then, we are on hiatus for the offseason. We'll be back, you know, of course, for the pre-free agency in March, post-free agency pre-draft post-draft we'll do those shows but until then gangs all here is on a break and i think mentally i need it those six losses take a toll on you mentally i'm sure it did on the actual team it takes a toll on the writers and it takes a toll on us fans after you know the roller coaster ride that was this 2022 jet season it's over you can go relax thanks everybody for listening gangs all here for brian costello andrew hartz i'm jake brown until an emergency move if not we'll see you free agency time in march stay safe out there everybody and thanks for listening all season long to gangs all here my fickle friend the summer wind warm summer wind 